Hola, soy Miguel Montes González, coming back on Firme, Cuentos y Arte Podcast. You know, the previous episode was about some truly unbelievable behavior happening in our creative community, in our fashion community. And as I mentioned in an even earlier podcast about how the fashion community, it's, it's, it's a small, close-knit community, you know, it's, it's a group of people that they don't quite have the, the larger representation that visual artists have, or that performing artists have here in, in Spokane, yeah, it's, it's a much smaller community, smaller group of people. And to learn that there was one photographer that was treating women in this manner, taking advantage of them, sexually assaulting them, and, and just making life a living hell for many of them. It's, very, it's still very shocking, you know, I, it's still hard to believe it's happened. And since things came to light from one particular uh, model mentioning what she did the way she did uh, just the other day it's like more and more models are coming out with their story of what this photographer did or said to them or treated them somehow and you know more and more of them are, are reaching out to me saying hey uh, put me in touch with this one particular model, whoever it was that that kind of started this thing, so we can rally together. You know, we all have some kind of proof. We all have, you know, either a text thread or a messaging thread, or you know, pictures that were sent by text. They they all have something, a little something based on on this guy's behavior and what he's doing, what he's telling them. And they they want to put, you know, collectively, they want to put everything together and they want to rally to, to put an end to this guy. And, you know, when you get into an industry, you get into a creative industry especially, you, you really do touch the lives of a lot of people. You know, as an artist, I work with a great number of local creatives in different industries and these individuals they put trust in you they really really do they put trust in you and your word if you say you're going to do something then it should be done if you say you're going to respect their privacy it should be respected and you know it's just something that as a creative you should abide by it's like any other job any other industry you're providing a service you should actually follow through with it even if all you do is is agree to come and and cut somebody's grass every other week to get paid on a routine basis well, you should actually show up and actually cut their grass like you said you would. 
every couple of weeks. And if there's any deviation from that schedule, then you have to communicate it and say, hey, um, I'm working on a landscaping project. I can't come in this week, but I'll come in, uh, you know, first thing Monday morning the next week and I will get it done and it'll look great and blah, blah, blah. You know, you communicate those little situations that happen and, you know, it, you can't help when things happen. It's okay. You know, it's not the end of the world, but you communicate it. And that's that's how you do business. You, you communicate and you follow through with the commitments you make. Well, this individual that photographed all these women did he followed through with taking photographs but he also did things that he didn't say he was going to do like share them with certain guys say hey look at this hey look at that sending these nude pictures of models that they have no knowledge that their their body is being exposed to to a bunch of men They, they they don't know and it's not just their bodies being exposed it's their faces. It's it's all of them. You know, recognizable tattoos, things like that. You know who this person is. And with this community being as small as it is, you meet and see people on, you know, social media or you see them at other similar events that here you are, you're meeting this person for the first time, but you've already been seeing them <laughs> for I don't know, some time and so yeah, it's it's just one of those just disgusting things that, that he did that shared all those images that you can't unshare that now you, you can't pull that information back that's it, it's out yeah, it's out you can stop it from continuing but you can't undo the damage that's already been done for the women that have been touched and groped and and physically mistreated and abused. You you can't undo that. And and another thing that this is affecting is it's of course affecting the lives of the talent but it's also affecting the reputations of these individuals and the people, the other photographers that were associated with that same studio. It's affecting them now. People are are seeking out these other photographers that they know worked at that studio that shared the space, I guess you could say. They rented space there. And, you know, they're reaching out to them and, hey, and you knew this and it's your fault you're complicit and you're going down and stuff like that and other angry angry things saying things about them their work their families I mean some harsh truly unkind things and these photographers I don't know if they were aware I don't know if they were completely unaware I don't know that so I can't come out here and tell you one or the other, but what I can say is that, yes, they're, they're being attacked, and verbally, and 
they're defending themselves and the words that they're using, you know, and the way they're explaining themselves, that if you read it and you read into it, it tells a story that they really don't know what was going on. It tells the story that they're shocked and they're no longer associated with him and that they said, yeah, we were friends, uh, you know, I went and I shot there with him a few times and then got a creepy vibe and never went back or, you know, I'm just shocked to hear this happen in the studio, I had no idea, you know, my heart goes out to the other shooters and the models, and, you know, space that I've created for myself, it's a safe space and, you know, I understand boundaries and are respectful and so some some photographers, maybe maybe they weren't associated with this. Maybe they weren't aware. That's a possibility. But who knows the truth? You know, I, I don't know the truth. The only, the only thing is that with these, these individuals that are, are being identified, these other photographers, that now their livelihood or their potential livelihood as they're transitioning from a, a full-time job into photographing full-time, uh, building up their portfolios and, and so on. Now it, it's branded them. It's given them a bad reputation because now they're seen as guilty by the association with this one person, this one person that did commit these acts. And automatically it, it soils their reputation and for a creative that's everything and the the fella that started this studio space you know he he worked really hard to develop the space and he worked really hard to to market it and to build it he put his own money into it this is, this is not something he did for fun this is something he did to, to transition from his job into having the studio full-time. You know, this was his dream coming true. He's making something for himself and putting himself where he wants to be in his life. And he trusted this individual to, to manage this the studio time as he was making this transition. And now, I mean, he's admitted that he's so sorry that this ever happened. He's admitting that I had no idea. True or not, I don't know. But he is closing his doors. So now there's another creative space that's shutting its doors in Spokane. Not because of pandemic, but because of the unbelievable acts of one person one person that, that, that did all of this, all of these, these unkind, these, these horrible, disgusting behavior, he, he's affecting the lives of all these models, all these, these women, these people, he's affecting their lives, he's destroying the trust between models and photographers, 
destroying the livelihoods and potential livelihoods of the photographers that photograph there. And he's, I mean, he's damaging this, this culture, this fashion photography culture. You know, what does this do for the livelihoods of the makeup artists, for the clothing designers, for the talent? It, it puts a halt to everything because now everyone's kind of nervous about, mm, I don't know if I feel comfortable going on this photo shoot. Mm. You know, I don't know if I feel comfortable being around the photographers that work there because I don't know if they did anything. I don't know if they were aware. You know, and then there's the whole thing of, oh, you knew this guy? You're a photographer also and you knew this guy? Did he send you pictures of me? Yeah, you know, because I mean, we're we're friends on Facebook or whatever. But did did you get pictures of me? Did you see me? And you know, the photographer can tell that person no. But in the back of the mind of that that particular model, they're like, mm, okay. But in their mind, they're thinking, uh, well, I don't know if I can trust you. Yeah, yeah, that's that's not how our creative culture should be in Spokane anywhere. No, no. When, when this situation happened back in San Antonio years ago, it was pretty, it was pretty bad. Yeah, it, it got pretty bad. And the person that was operating this little situation, that person ended up going to jail. Photographers that were associated with routine, regular photographers that would show up, they'd do this two, three times a week. And sometimes, you know, a, a random new guy would show up to photograph. That one would actually use film and actually photograph. And then would come back and, you know, process the film there and make prints there and stuff. And then when all that went down, one of those photographers that that was a regular, he started his own thing to try and continue it, but quickly with like <laughs> in a week or two, the guy was shut down, yeah, and I remember people would come to my darkroom to process that film and to make those prints, and you know, I, it was my darkroom, I had multiple enlargers there. I got to see people print some amazing things. It was a great, great space. And some awesome people came in. Very talented individuals. I loved it. I miss it. But I did see a few guys come in and print pictures of, you know, their, their form photography. And I was like, okay, well, this is not bad. This is attractive lighting. And I, I would ask him, so where are you photographing this? I said, is this something you, you're doing on your own? And then that's how I learned about the space. So I asked the guy where it was and went to go take a look at it for myself. Went out there and as the guys were photographing, you know, I was helping direct the studio lights. I helped with the lighting going to have a lighting workshop, and as I watched the guys, I was more focused on the guys handling these cameras, because I was curious, again, these are film cameras, 
when you take a photograph with a film camera and you use a thumb lever to advance the film, that take-up knob, it rotates. Yeah, it, it rotates counterclockwise. Well, no one had <laughs> take-up knobs that were winding counterclockwise. Guys just kept clicking the shutter, advancing the lever, clicking the shutter, advancing the lever. And after a while, I was like, wow, that's a pretty long roll of film there. <laughs> this guy's taking like 50 frames. <laughs> and I, I asked some of these guys, so what film are y'all shooting out here? Oh, I'm shooting uh, T-Max 3200. Oh, I'm, I'm shooting, uh, you know, whatever. Fujipan 1600. And I'm like, oh, okay. Just looking at the, their camera settings, and it's like this is just all off. There's no way you're gonna get a shot, dude. Oh my god, they don't have film. Yeah, I think I actually said that out loud. Oh my gosh, you don't have film. And I looked around, and of course, at this point, they're taking a little break. The model has a robe on, and the guy's like, he's covering his, he's like, get his hand out, like, don't say anything. And I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, I went to the, the guy that owned the studio and I said, hey, some of these guys, I don't think they even have film in their cameras. What the hell's going on here, man? I mean, really, what are they doing here? And he just looked at me and he said, well, they're just having a good time. That's what I provide. A good time. And I was like, oh, I love I left and then, you know, I didn't, and I left and I talked to another photographer that had heard about the place, and the guy that, I called the guy that, that uh, brought those prints in to make at my dark room, and we talked, and we're the ones that turned him in, we turned in his little operation, yeah, put an end to it, but yeah, you know, it just, it's, it's one of those things that that you don't think could happen because people, you know, they they tell you things like, "Yeah, let's photograph." Yeah, you have a great look. You have this very model look to you. Let's photograph, and you know, guys will say that, or women will say that to a guy. You know, it's it's just. In this point, there there is equity. There is equity in, in sexual assault and that kind of behavior. You know, women can be just as as vile because ultimately, it's a matter of people. It's a matter of person. It has nothing to do with gender. It's not gender specific. Anybody has the ability to be this this mean and this vile. And that's the scary part. Yeah, so this this situation, it's obviously continuing. It's going to continue for some time. But it's, it's just sad how this small community and the small culture of, of photography in Spokane, it's so damaged now. I truly hope 
that there's some way the talent and the photographers can find a way to work through this to continue to make beautiful and legitimate art and, and actually create and be a part of this community because, I mean, it's it, it is a great thing it's a wonderful thing that they do and there are some amazingly talented photographers out there and some skilled models that know how to really be expressive and, and share on the camera, you know, in front of the camera that have that, that comfort and professionalism and super talented makeup artists, you know, just so skilled and making women look as natural or as exotic as you could imagine. I mean, just, just the talent is, is just something else. And it's just heartbreaking to know that this has happened. And all of this is because of one person. He has been that one domino that has taken down so much. And, I mean, it takes just, just a second to wreck it, but it takes time to build. That's something that uh, I know you've heard before. Yeah, those of you know that reference. It's a second to wreck it, but it takes time to build. Yeah. So, it's... It's just... It's just... It is. It's hard to believe that that's happening in our, in our creative community. And, um... I don't know. I just, I just hope the best for the individuals involved that photographers get to they get to continue to to work well and, and learn to be trusted and they find a respectable way to create a professional environment again and reestablish themselves you know whether they're associated or not with this activity I, I don't know I don't know that we'll ever know the truth you know, it's up to the models that that have information to rally together and, and put their thoughts together and put their facts together and whatever proof they have. That it's up to whatever fact they have, which I haven't seen at all. I don't know at all. I just hear things. People message me. They call me. We talk. And I give them resources to contact local organizations that can help them through this process through through proper counseling and actually provide you know professional service to them so you know I'm just doing my best to try and, and help them in their community and help them with what they're dealing with it's it's just again I don't know how many times I can say it but it's just hard to believe it's happened and to the talent that have experienced this you know, it's, it's there's, there is a light at the end of this journey and that there truly is strength in numbers, which is what I've said all along in so many ways that when we put our collective strength and energy and thoughts together, we can do amazing things. We can do such good things. And in this situation, I see women that, that don't really know each other, they're coming together and they're, they're bringing justice to the situation and 
I just wish them the best and I hope that they're able to do what they need to do in, in an appropriate manner and do the right thing. I just hope they continue on that mission and I wish them the best of luck and the best of peace uh, to, to find some closure in this. So, yeah, that, that's all I have for today. I just It just breaks my heart to know that this is happening in, in my creative community, in my photography community that I was a part of for a brief time. You know, I like I said, I attended a few of their events. I never signed on to, to rent studio space monthly. There was just something in the back of my mind that was saying, no, no, focus on LTNX out of this. No, no, you know, it's fashion. You used to do fashion years ago. It's, you know, there are other things you're working on right now. And, you know, just something, something telling me don't, don't, don't. And there are certain people that you meet, you get a vibe from them. And I got a weird vibe from the guy. And I'm, I'm not... You know, I, I just say, you know, is it just me? Or does he just remind me of somebody? <laughs> and I, I couldn't tell. I didn't know. And I feel bad. I feel bad because it's like, how do you know? How do you know what's going on? You don't. And, you know, I meet the other photographers that were there. And they were great people. They are great people. You know, I, I never got a negative vibe or weirdness from anyone anyone else all these other people they're just they're just really good people and so I hope in all this that truth continues to come out justice is brought and I hope that that the women affected by this that the people affected by this that they find they find the closure they deserve because the only way we're going to have a strong and united art community is to truly come together and take care of each other in this whole situation we have to and so that's where I've I've extended my hand out to, to, to all these people because you know I mean they need help I've experienced this before before I moved out here and I've experienced a lot of things in my life any of my past experience can help what's happening now I will do whatever I can you know I'm not doing it because I want appreciation I'm not doing it to put my names anywhere I do it because these are people and if I can help somebody damn it I will that's that's the, the bottom line go where you're meant to be serving so yeah in all this, I say thank you for listening. You know, I'm sorry that the past couple episodes have been kind of dark, kind of out of the norm, but but this is what's happening in our, commu- our creative community right now. And right now, they, they need some help. They need some positive energy, some animo. They, they need some prayers right now. So send out some good vibes, people. We need you. And you know, we'll, we'll press forward, we'll continue to do, and make more arte, (laughs) so thank you for supporting Firme, thank you for being a part of of the series, 
we're getting close to our 60th <laughs> episode. <laughs> wow, 60 episodes. And going! That's right, we're not stopping anytime soon, fool. <laughs> yeah. Bueno. <laughs>